0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Dad the Man podcast. My name is Brendan Wall, and I am your host, and I want to thank you for being here. Thank you for supporting the show, and thank you so much for showing up today with the intention of being a better man, better husband, and better father. That's what this is all about. That's what this whole show is all about. Now, I'm not the guy with all the answers, but I am trying to find them, and I want to share them with you. I want to share them with anybody who's willing to listen. That's what we're doing here. We're all trying to be the best that we can be day by day, getting better. Thank you for being here. Thank you for supporting the show. Thank you for trying to be better with me. So today what we have is a highlights episode. So if you have not been here for a highlights episode before, what we're doing here is we're going back into the vault of all the conversations that we've had with these unbelievable guys, these dudes that we all know, love, respect for what they do professionally. And we get that peek behind the curtain for what it's like for them within the four walls of their own homes as men, as husbands, as fathers. And we're, we're, what we're doing is we're pulling out the punchlines from these conversations. So as I flip back through the conversations that we've had, I think about the things that have stuck with me the most, the things that I've used in my life with my own wife and my own kids and my own self. I'm pulling out those punchlines, and I'm putting them on a silver platter for you here. I'm not diving deep into it. I'm not giving a whole bunch of context and additional words and additional thoughts and additional conversation, and I'm not running ads. We're not doing any of that. It's just, here's the punchline. Take it with you. Put it in your pocket and use it today to be a better man, better husband, better father. So that's what we're doing here. And before we jump right into today's highlight, I do have an ask. If you're enjoying the show... If you want to hear more, if you want to support us, the best way to do it is to subscribe to the show and leave us a rating and review. Those things are free. They take less than a minute. It's a pretty low bar. But if you want to help, that's the best way to do it. They seem simple, but I'm telling you, it's the best way that you can help. So thank you for doing it. But again, most importantly, thank you so much for being here. That's what means the most to me that you are showing up to love and lead yourself and your family better today than you did yesterday. That's what means the most to me. So thank you for that. So let's jump right into it. So today's highlights episode, we have a we have a clip from a conversation that I had with a guy named Daniel Carlson. Now, if you are an Auburn football fan or an NFL football fan, then you definitely know this name. This guy is one of the best kickers in the NFL. He's a young dude. He's got a long bright career ahead of him. He's already done some pretty amazing things in the in the league so far. But I really enjoy this conversation with him. He's a good dude. He's so deeply rooted in his faith. And when he speaks, there's so much wisdom for a guy who's so young. He's, he's so wise. And I really enjoyed hearing his perspective. We went deep in this conversation. And at one point in the conversation, he, he gave me some advice. And he shared this thought that he had about what the real goal of raising kids is. And most importantly, what... The goal of raising kids is not, and this will apply to everyone. So let's roll the tape. The goal for, you know, raising kids is not to raise good kids. It's to raise good adults. And so that, that's what I want my legacy. And, you know, my wife and I are on the same page with that. We're, if they're knuckleheads when they're kids, we, we want to obviously deal with that. And we want to find ways, but we, we want to be role models and leaders and, examples for them of what they can hopefully be better than as adults and um you know and and so we've talked about you know hey do we want them to go to college we, absolutely we want them to do that but we want them to know the lord and we want to teach them that and that's that's the main number one thing we want our legacy to be the point is not to raise the best kids the point is to raise the best adults. I love this. At a fundamental level, I'm a huge believer in expanding our time horizons. I believe that the longer time horizon you can think on the further that you can zoom out, the better decisions you will make in the moments. Now that's massively important, particularly when we when we are talking about raising our children, and that's exactly what Daniel's talking about here. He's saying that in the moments when we any moment that we have with our child, If we can think about how this moment, how the lesson, how the conversation is gonna serve them when they're an adult, rather than what's gonna get them to immediately change their behavior right now in the moment, the better off our children will be in the long run. All right, I wanna tie an example to this to illustrate the point that Daniel is making because I think this is so profound and I think it applies in so many ways. So I want to get black and white and tactical with this. So let's set the scene. You're at dinner. Maybe you're at your own home, maybe you're at the neighbor's house, friends and family, maybe you're out at a restaurant. Now we all know what it's like to be the parent of the child that is being the problem at the table, right? Maybe they're too loud, kicking and screaming, maybe they're crying, maybe they're upset about something, maybe they spilled the drink, maybe what, you know. We all know what it's like to be that parent, right? Now, this is where we have a choice, I think, as parents. And we can either think short-term or long-term. We can either think about raising the best child today or the best adult tomorrow, which is, let's remember, that's the goal. The best adult tomorrow is what we're going for. So in the short-term, if your child is the one kicking and screaming, or if you don't want them to be that child, there's a very simple way to prevent that. And this is what so many people do. You hand them an iPad, and they will sit there quietly. They will stare at that screen. They will not say a word. They won't spill the drink. And everyone's going to look at you and say, oh, my goodness, look how well-behaved your child is. They just sit there quietly and, you know, they, they're the well-behaved, they're the good child, quote-unquote. But what does the child learn from that? They don't learn to be a part of the group. They don't be a, learn to be a part of the conversation. They don't learn any social interaction. And most importantly, what they are learning is to pacify themselves, I believe. They learn to, you know, maybe the, maybe they've already got to the point where they're kicking and screaming and that's when you bring the iPad in. Well, as a parent, it's a lot harder to sit there and to help your child to understand the emotions that they're feeling so that in the long term, they can know how to handle it. It's a lot easier to pacify that emotion today, right? In that moment. But that does not serve our children at all. That doesn't serve them whatsoever. And if you don't believe me, think about it. Zoom out. Because as adults, for us, we pacify ourselves too. It's one of the biggest crutches and weaknesses that we have, I think, in our society today. Because the pacifiers that we have available to us as adults are just, they're prominent. And they're too easy to get a hold of. I mean, think about it. Social media. When was the last time you, you went an hour without looking at social media? When was the last time you even went to the restroom without pulling up your phone to look and see what the latest post on Instagram was? I mean, think about social media, Instagram, uh, television, Netflix, food, porn, whatever it may be. Everybody's got their different things. Some people struggle with all of it and that's okay, but I think we have to think about this and be intentional with not passing the same habits along to our kids. If we don't want our kids to pacify themselves as adults, then we probably should learn to not pacify them as kids. And what does that look like in the moment? It means not handing them the iPad at the dinner table. And man, that is so hard. I'm not going to tell you that's easy. I'm not going to tell you that that's not going to be humiliating when your child is that child. I know what it's like. This happens all the time. It happens all the time. The time, But I think it's more important that we think about this as a matter of getting the reps in, right? Of course, like they're going to have the meltdown. They don't know how to handle whatever the emotion is. That's okay. But the point isn't to get them to shut up. The point is to get them to learn how to handle it themselves without the pacifier. Now, I get fired up talking about this because I think it's so prominent. I think it's so prevalent. I think there's so much opportunity for us to do this well, and it's so hard to do it well. And it's so hard to do it well that so often we don't. But that's why I want to talk about this today. So, you know, I was about to say, I'm not trying to call anybody out for for going the iPad route, but, but I am, to be completely honest. I am trying to, if that's you, I am trying to call you out. I'm not trying to shame you. I'm just trying to, ask you to consider it. Now, I'm not saying I've never done it either. I'm not, again, I'm not here on the pedestal. My kid, my kids are that kid a lot at the table. But I'm trying to keep the long-term view in as top of mind as possible so that I can serve them well in the long-term because I want them to be not the best behaved child today, but the best version of themselves, the best adult tomorrow. No, I said I was going to keep it short. I said I wasn't going to ramble, but I got a little bit fired up in this one. But I hope that this serves you well. I hope that you'll consider it. I hope that you will dig in in those moments and really just be there in those moments with your kids when they are misbehaving. And I know it's hard. I know you just want to have that margarita at the Mexican restaurant with, with your friends or with your wife. And you want your kid to sit there and just let you do that. I know it. I know it. I know it. I know it. I live this myself. I've got four kids. Trust me. I know. But that doesn't change the fact that our kids need us, and it's up to us to raise the best adults that we possibly can. So, again, guys, I hope this serves you well. I love you guys so much. Thank you for being here. Until next time, remember to love and lead from the front. See ya.